doesn't always fit that you will notice, that we won't notice. Uh, but if you, well, those of you on the stage will notice, the title of today's message has changed. Uh, I told Shannon one thing, really thought one thing, and the more I studied, the more I prayed, uh, the, the fact that I just stopped. You have to it. All right, I will think of that, buddy. All right, as we go in, and we're just going to look at, at just one small verse this morning. What's in a title? I don't know about you, but there's lots of titles or credentials. I can ask you, what are your credentials? And, uh, you know, if you have our app, you can pick up the notes that would be on the screen. Uh, that are not on the screen uh, for, you know, to take a look at things and, um, you know, see that afterwards. But they're credentials. You know, what, what is the favorite way you have of being called? Mom? Dad? Granny? Meemaw? Papa? Hey, you? Hopefully not necessarily that. You know, uh, you know, and there are things people call you. I'm called many of things. I'm a pastor, I'm a counselor, I'm a pastor who is a counselor, which means one thing, and I'm a counselor who's a pastor, which means another thing. I have initials after my name that in certain settings I have to put, you know, uh, and, and those are things, credentials, you know, John, you have credentials, right, you know, in order, I mean, you ought to have credentials, right, to do what you do at urgent care, I hope it's not someone like me. You don't want me in urgent care. You know, trying to diagnose things. You know, John, you have credentials there at Cargo. I, my credentials mean nothing with the work you do. You know, as your credentials may not mean anything. But we live in a world that loves to self-promote. We like to bring out our credentials. Colby, what is your quality credential? You know? No, are you just like someone who can well, or are you a certified welder? Okay, which in some settings may work well. Jonathan, you know how to weld, but it doesn't mean you're a certified welder like Kobe is. And you would probably be more than happy to say, "Go to the guy who's certified, right?" You know, you know. There's different things, and our world loves self-promotion, and sometimes that's okay. There's a place for a Colby to say, no, I, I don't just know how to weld. I am a welder. I am certified in this. You know, that can be, but our world is all about self-promotion. And, and you know, I did something I rarely ever do. I think I've only done it just this week and it happened to be, uh, I think, Friday night, about 11 o'clock or so. Anybody know what was going on Friday night at 11 p.m. that you could watch live? Everybody else was asleep. I was watching our House of Representatives. Oh, <laughs> and you're like, oh, and you're like, never mind. Yeah, and, and what I noticed is I was, you know, watching. I thought there's something not right with me. That's maybe one thing, but. I watched, and here's what I, here's what I was noticing. Everyone wanted to promote their idea of themselves. Even how some people stated their votes or who they were voting for. It was interesting to hear what they would say beforehand or how they would say it. 
said the name, but many others had something else to say. A, a way of saying, this is who I am in this. And I will say, even for someone like me who's used to chaos, that was chaotic. And I wasted an hour and a half of my life to some extent. But I'm glad I did it because it helps me to understand this world that we live in. And if I'm not careful, that becomes me. The way that works, what I saw on display, if I, if I am not careful, that will be me. And maybe even you, because we all want to be in charge. We all want to have a sense of power. We have a sense of, this is what I want. This is who I am. And yes, we see it easily uh, within our governments, whether it's local or beyond. The role of power and influence. And, and, and that's no different to some extent than the word, world of Scripture. And we're going to start a series on the book of James because I think though the book of James is short, it has a lot to say about a lot of different things. It has a lot to say about power, about humility, about use of time, use of money. He has a lot to say about what is faith, what, what role does mercy and prayer play in the life of God's people. Well, the list will go on and on. And it's something to say for you and me, though we are very well removed from the world of James. But as Ecclesiastes says, there's nothing new under the sun. What is old is new, what is new is old. We would like to say we are pretty advanced and we are. We have Technology that James and Jesus and Peter and Paul never even conceived have. We have rope systems that work most of the time in different places. But yet our world isn't always that much progressive. And that is true. There's differences, yes. But the book of James has a lot to say because it is also a very practical book. We're not going to find a lot of uh, hard doctrine, we would call, or theology in this book. Though, unlike some uh, of years past, you would say there is nothing theological, meaning of the study of God or who God is in this book or who Jesus is. There is a lot that is implied by James. Right? He is wor worried about not just whether you believe the right things, but are you doing something about what you say you believe? I believe, though some have said over the years, the book of James and uh, Paul, they did kind of, their, they would like to say there's conflict or, uh, you know, contrary to each other. I think they say the same thing. But just in a little different way. James has something to say to you and me that can anchor us on a Sunday or whenever you may be watching this, anchor us for the rest of the week. And it starts out like this. James, a servant or slave is a good way of translating this, of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. To the twelve tribes scattered among the nations, 
Greetings. Hello, in essence. And if you are like me and my struggle this week, I would have been very quickly to move on from that verse, because it's like, what do you do now? We have James, he calls us something to the 12 tribe. Hello, now let's get into the meat, we might say, of the book. Yes, we must, I think, stop. We must stop and think, what is he really saying here? James. James, his favorite title was Servant or Slave. Now, when you hear the word of slave, my guess is not very good things come to mind. And probably so. When we think of slavery, we think of the 18th, 19th century and the barbaric and brutal and inhumane slavery that existed. And it did exist, and it are those things. I'll get to you, Sandra, okay? Alright? And it was those things. But but James didn't live in that world. His form of slavery and servitude was a little bit different, but I think we cannot let uh, our experience lessen what he is really saying here. What was he saying? In his title of servant and slave, this wasn't just a James that was a nobody of this time period. Well, there were lots of James. It's a very common name, very similar to like Dan in our modern. Dan is a very common name, you know. Um, you know, but but James was a common name. But there is good reason, I believe, to think that this James wasn't just a ordinary James. In fact, the early church Peter says about the James, this James here, he is the half brother of Jesus. Now talk about wanting to flex your credentials. I know I lived with Jesus. Or if he was a good brother, he would say, Jesus lived with me. Alright? Here, this change isn't just somebody else. Isn't just somebody out there. This is the half-brother of Jesus who grew up with Jesus, who probably has stories about Jesus we would love to know. This James was also the leader of the church of Jerusalem. We're not talking some small, own-up leader in St. Mary's, Ohio. Okay? That the world may never know. I mean, think of it in today's world. If he wrote this book today, can you imagine what his publicist would say as he made the circuits around? James! The half-brother of Jesus will give you an inside scoop on what life is supposed to be about. James, the great and magnificent leader of that church in Jerusalem where it all started. Yeah, wouldn't, I mean, that's what could go on here. And yet, he says, James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. James was more concerned with Jesus than he was himself. How might that change our lives this week? How might that change your life because you were more concerned with Jesus than whether or not you got your way? You know, I don't know. Maybe you dwell with that. 
and as most of us will. But there's something about this Jesus guy that even the half-brother of Jesus, even the guy who may have some dirt, goes, because of who he is, I am going to be more concerned with promoting him than myself. I will call myself a servant, a slave of Jesus. Why? Because Jesus is God, Lord, and Messiah. And Daniel, you asked what happened when Jesus died, right? Yeah. Well, here's what happened after Jesus' death. It changed James. James, that at one time was a skeptic of who his, who his half-brother claimed to be, and rightfully so. I mean, if I claimed uh, that I was this great person, my brother and sister would come and set that straight. For good reason. He was a skeptic. But Jesus lived, and James saw that. Jesus healed, and James saw that. Jesus was executed, and James saw that. Jesus was buried. James knew of that. But it's what happened after Jesus died that made all the difference for James. That he comes out and says that he is a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. Those aren't just three names for Jesus. Okay? It's not his first, middle, and last name. You know, like Josiah has for Spence. It isn't Jesus, Lord, Messiah. It's Jesus who was his prophet and who is the Lord and the Messiah. Why? Because after he died, Tater, he didn't stay. Three days later, he rose again, and there was an empty tomb. And not only was there an empty tomb, but Paul talks about Jesus came and appeared to people like you and me. People saw him, people touched him, and they knew without a doubt that this guy was alive. And in, in the book of Corinthians, Paul says that Jesus uh, appeared to many and also James, his half-brother, as well as, I think, the other siblings of Jesus. And it was in those moments, as he realized, whoa, my brother is not just my brother. This isn't just Jesus, who we may have played in the streets of Nazareth together. This isn't just Jesus who happens to be the oldest in my family. This is Jesus who is everything he said he was. Which he said he was not. Now that's a pretty high view of who Jesus is for a book that we won't find it as eloquently as that here. But he's assuming that when he calls himself a slave of this Lord and Messiah, this Jesus, that he is the rightful king and leader and power of the day. And he's going to go on to say over and over again, you can't just say he is your king and not live as if he is your king. But I want you to notice he didn't just say a slave or servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. That would be pretty cool. That would be important. But he says he is the slave of God and he equates the two. And he's going to remind us of this truth. If you want to know God, you must know Jesus, for they are the same. And if you think you know God, but you do not know Jesus, you do not know God. 
Jesus is God in flesh. We can talk all we want in our world about knowing God. And, and that has meant many things over the years. It meant many things to James and the early church and the Jews that were part of that early church. They had this understanding of who God is based on the Old Testament. He's not going to disagree with that. But we must recover what James and the early church said. It wasn't just your understanding of who is God. It is who is Jesus. Do you know Jesus? The Messiah. <clears throat> yes, Andrew. What question? Because we've been washed in the fountain, cleansed by the blood. That 
what gets us into the family of the people of God. It isn't whether or not, Larry, are you a good Jew? Larry, are you a good Jew? Did you have any rice on Wednesday night? Very little. I can tell you he's not a good Jew then. Because there was bacon in that rice on Wednesday night. You know, he really wanted an egg with bacon and toast and, and gravy and fried taters on Wednesday night. He put it in his order and I said, no thanks. It's the same burger king tonight. You know, you will not get a cure away tonight. You know, but, but, he, okay, but that's not the point. It isn't about whether or not Larry is a good Jew. It isn't whether or not Patty and Paul have done everything right this week. And they both laugh. I don't know if they're laughing to themselves or each other or both, you know. But it's not. If that's the case, then James would not be saying what he's going to say here. But what he says is, to God's people who believe Jesus is Lord and Savior, this is the and he's going to remind them over and over again, your heritage isn't what is most important. Your language isn't what is most important. The customs, the traditions, the things that you're just used to, that's not what's most important. But what is most important is who is Jesus? Are you on God's team. That's what baptism shows. It's an outward sign of the inward commitment that God had already made and I had made. And others have made. This didn't save her all of a sudden. I mean, she, I mean, I hope you're different after today, but you know, this isn't going to automatically make all her calls go away, but I'm sorry. You know, as, you know, a year and a half or so ago, all your calls didn't go away when you got baptized. All right? Right about it didn't all go away. The baptism took, but it's a process. It is a signifying. It is a way of saying, I'm on God's team. It's putting on that jersey that says, whose team are you on? It's a reminder of what matters most, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus. And it's a reminder that when we say we're on God's team, we can't just say it. I mean, I could stand up here and say, I believe for the Bengals. Would anybody believe it? Why are you laughing so hard, Shannon? See, no one I play for the Bengals, okay? Noah is the starting center for the Bengals. Why do you have that face? Josiah's like, good luck. <laughs> Josiah's like, I'll see you later, buddy. What great sympathy, bud. You know, Hannah, you get his room, I guess. All right. Those of you watching online, Noah is the strongest kid in our church right now. <laughs> you are, right? You know, we can say that all we want, but is it true? Not, not, we can wear the jerseys, but until we're out on the field, we can't, there's nothing about that that's true. Why? Because we would be different. You know, and what James is going to tell us time and time again, what he is already telling us with his favorite titles is, when I'm on Jesus' team, my life is different. I am not James, the leader of the most influential church of the time that people come to get insights from, known as the church of Jerusalem. I'm not James, the half-brother of Jesus who 
My brother is a God. He's God. He's not, you know, he isn't going, hey, you want the inside scoop. He's not even saying, hey, I'm James, and I can tell you everything Peter has done or has not done in the past couple of years. Peter and I talk. He's not even saying, partially because I think he wrote before this time, he's not even saying, I'm James. The one Paul comes and talks to and make sure we're on the same page. He says, I'm James, the servant of Jesus, the Messiah, who is God. Want to know a little bit about James? The church tradition tells us, those outside the church says this about James. Historians, his knees were like camel knees. Why? Because he was known to those inside and outside the church to be always on his knees in prayer. Always praying and worshiping the God. No wonder he's kind of thin, has some weight when he says these words, if any among you is in trouble, let them pray. Is anyone among you sick, let them call the elders of the church to pray over them. Therefore, confess your sins to each other, pray for each other, so that you may be healed of prayers of a righteous person is powerful and effective. He could have said in those moments, but we won't find it. If you will pray like I pray, this will be true, but he just says pray. But even his enemies knew he prayed. Hence why the historian who wasn't a Christian said his knees were like hands. He had a witness where he didn't have to say Look at me. He lived in such a way that people didn't wonder who was his Lord and Savior. People didn't wonder who got to have their mind the final say in their life. They knew it. Hence why James, according to church history and tradition, he was thrown off the temple by a high priest who accused him falsely of not following the law. Why? Because this new high priest wanted the power. Wanted to be able to say, this is what I have done. And James didn't, unfortunately, weird enough, didn't die from that fall. They wanted to make sure they really died, so they started stoning him after he had fallen from a high place. And that didn't even work until finally someone just came and clubbed the rest of the world. But what is said is, he didn't fight back. I wonder if he didn't say the words that every martyr that we find in the book of Acts says, the words of Stephen. And these are the words that I think maybe could have been, possibly, I'm not saying it is, but could have been on his lips. When Stephen was, was stoned, these were the words that he, and I think the early church had resonated with the Lord, do not hold their sins against them. Because James is going to say, as we will find out, Mercy triumphs over judgment. He's going to say that uh, if someone wanders from the truth, someone should bring them back in love. 
He will remind us. Above all, brothers and sisters, do the good work of loving your neighbor as you love yourself. James could have said all those things. But what he wants us to know about it is the title I hope you and I will take upon ourselves. Servant of Jesus, the Messiah, who is God. And that's why we come to uh, this time 